Hi. Hey. I like was taking a sip of hot tea, but it is like a beep that you were here and it like scared me. And I'm like, Hello? Did, did you burn your mouth off? No. It's a little started, startled, but luckily it didn't choke. So, um, I don't have that picture. It's in the shared album. Mm, it's not there. Hang on. I should say F that. I put so many pictures in the shared album, and not just the one I have with you, but other ones. And, like, they just float out in cyberspace, and then one day it's like, all of a sudden, like, a slot machine goes off. It's like, you have 400 new pictures in your shared album. Like, what ding, the ding, ding. I put what the, the fuck? I, I, day? That's I put, so weird. I put them in um, a couple different... Your different's gonna beep in a second now. <laughs> um, I put them in a shared album, like pictures from this weekend, and literally twice, and they still haven't gone through yet. I'm like, so I don't under- It's so annoying, and then all of a sudden, it's like they all load at once, and I don't understand why. Whereas my word of the week is that's obnoxious. It's really everything this week. I'm just like, that's obnoxious. It is obnoxious. And I am like wicked tired. So if you hear me yawning a lot, sorry. Um, same. Like, this weekend really kicked my ass. <laughs> yeah. Like, really no. kicked my ass. <laughs> that's how we all are over here. We're like, we're dragging. And like, even tonight, I'm like, Vinny, I'm like, listen, like, it was like 9 15. And he's, like, getting ready to snuggle on the floor with the dogs. And he was, like, eating a bowl of goldfish. I'm like, if you're done, like, go put that in the kitchen and brush your teeth. But I'm still hungry. I'm like, then eat. And he's like, but. So he's eating a bowl of goldfish crackers, right? And he has another loose tooth for the first time in, like, months. And it's, like, Ooh. the front, like, like, this next one after the front tooth on the top. So he's like, but I'm hungry, but it hurts my tooth to eat. I'm like, it's a goldfish cracker. I'm like, chew with the back of your mouth. So then he comes back and sits down. He starts eating them, not just one at a time, Elisa, but bites them in half from the back tooth, one at a time. Of course. Half a cracker every three minutes. I'm like... And he's got, like, 5,000 crackers in the bowl, right? Because they're goldfish. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, I can't. I can't. I'm like, okay. Like, finally, it was like, you have two more minutes to finish eating, and then you need to brush your teeth. <laughs> I'm like, if you didn't finish, I apologize. Like, goodbye. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sometimes I think they just eat super slow just so they don't have to do something. He always eats slow, and I used to think it was because – um like, he doesn't like what he's eating, but then one of the other moms from his school said something to me about that she must have been one of, like, the lunch monitors or something, and she just said that, like, she always noticed that he eats, like, really takes his time eating. I mean, you're supposed to. Yeah. And he does. So. But, yeah, and he was taking his time so much before football today that he like didn't finish his dinner and it finally I was like just bring me your plate and go put some shoes on like so Mondays in the summer is a bit of a rush for us he plays flag football and he has to be there 
5.45. So we had to leave here at like 5.30. Um, so we eat early, which like my kids like did not know to, do not know to do themselves on a Monday. Like usually it's like 6.45 and we're like, shoot, dinner. Um, but on Mondays, like because he doesn't get home till like it's after 7.30, like if we get right out of there before he gets home, it's usually like running around with his friends after. So it's like closer to eight o'clock. So we're eating at like five o'clock and today happened to be, we went for milkshakes when Dante got home from school. So like everyone's eating milk, like four o'clock, we have giant milkshakes. Like when he's eating a bag of pretzels, I'm like, you're going to be eating dinner in 45 minutes. And so by the time dinner came around, both kids were like, um, why are we eating? Yeah, you guys aren't, and well, you guys aren't used to eating super late like me. No, I mean, not that late, but usually between, like, 6 and 6.30, we eat, depending on, like, what's going on. Yeah, I'm, like, 8, 8.30. Yeah. I'm so late. Sometimes, sometimes it's, the other night after I went to the gym, I came home, I did a shit ton of yard work, in between being outside and doing stuff and making dinner, literally sat down at 9:45 and that's when I ate dinner. Yeah. I mean because if I don't like if I come home and eat dinner, I will not get anything done the rest of the night. Like I'm done after that. Yeah. Well, and that's how I am during the day with like lunch. Like I will most days like especially when I'm home like for like all of a sudden I'm like oh my gosh it's like 2 15 I didn't eat lunch and by the time I like start to make something I'm like and now I can't eat it because the bus is here and I have to go like outside and get Dante bring him in and then it'll be like 3 30 and I'm like oh yeah this lunch I started to make yeah lunch is something I never skip because I'm at work <laughs> like that's your thing so then like you know then like everybody gets home from, like, school fine. and work and they're like oh dinner and I'm like I just ate lunch like you want me to eat dinner Mm-hmm. but it's like I mean and that's because like I don't have a plan like when I'm out like at school or at work like you said like I know to eat because I'm on a schedule yeah you have a, a specific routine because <laughs> you you're forced into this time period but I um I'm bad with lunch lately because it's like that's one meal I don't plan for myself so it's like I never know what to eat either. So then it's like not only that I not plan like when to stop to eat, but then it's like I don't know what to eat. And like a lot of times, like the past couple of weeks, like it's just been like if I'm home, it's been like leftovers. Oh, that's what my lunch yeah. always is. But we don't always have leftovers, and that's a thing, or else like because I eat different than most other people in the house. Like sometimes it's not leftovers. Like I'll eat. But if it's leftovers, like, I right. will slash can eat, and I know nobody else will. Like, we had this rice thing last night, and it was, like, not my favorite. But, like, I saw it in the fridge today, and I'm like, no one else is going to eat it. Like, I'll just suck it up. Like, <laughs> I'm always at, like, I'll take one for the team. Like, I'll eat the leftovers because I'd rather, like, not dump them out. Um, and it actually wasn't bad today. The, I mixed it with the leftover vegetables. I don't yeah. know why I ate it last night. It just, it was, like those we had these like rice pouches you know the ones that you like vent the top and like stick it in the microwave for 90 seconds oh yeah I don't like those well if they're plain I don't mind them and then I like mix them like however but this was like a sesame teriyaki which sounded good but was not great 
Yeah, I don't know um, what it is. It's like I don't know. I've had a couple different like brands and flavors and like plain and I just like I don't yeah. like um plain I don't mind because I can make my own and this one is so usually when I have this is like as I text my cousin last night cooking hacks with Carrie um I said like whenever I do rice especially if I get one that's like a pre-seasoned rice I always mix it um with a bag of frozen like unflavored cauliflower rice because it bulks it up without adding more like rice so it's like bulking and right. with vegetables and like it mixes in so much it's like you can't tell that it's got you know that it's not just like all rice right um, but the way I cooked this yesterday and actually the texture of it I didn't mind last night because it almost made it like even though it wasn't like the flavor because it was like the sesame teriyaki the texture almost was like um you know, like a risotto has like that creamy. Yeah. Sort of like that's almost how it ended up. Like, so that was good, but it was just like that sesame teriyaki. Like, and I don't mind teriyaki, but it was just weird to me. Yeah. That's what I've just, I don't know. I've just had, I've had not positive experience with those. Yeah. So I, I just make regular white, regular rice. Well, and regular I rice used to use my like rice cooker like all the time, and then I stopped. I don't have one of those. That's one of those gadgets that I'm like, no, we don't eat a. We honestly don't eat a ton of rice. We have more so lately because I try to change things up and not just do like pasta all the time. But we don't do, like, I don't mind it, but I'm not a huge fan. Dan. And I loved rice. Well, I love, my mom and dad will tell you, I love rice. Like, I could eat rice every single day. And just plain, too, with, like, just a little bit of butter. Like, nothing exciting. No salt, mm-hmm. nothing. Um, and then Dan loved rice. And we were, we weren't eating it a lot, but we were eating it enough that it was just kind of, like, a normal side to constantly have. Mm-hmm. And he loved sticky rice. So, um, which you can make sticky rice in a pot. I'm not saying you can't. It's just a little bit more challenging. So we bought the rice cooker for that. And we used to use it, like, all the time. And we moved the rice cooker when we left California to come here. And I'm pretty sure it's in the exact same spot we unpacked it in. Like, I don't ever remember using it ever again. Yeah. Well, it's, like, that thing is, like, honestly, out of mind. Like, the amount of kitchen gadgets that I probably never use... Because I'm like, oh, I forgot I had this. Right. Like, I have a yogurt maker, which actually every once in a while, I'm like, oh, I, yeah, say, like, you, I should make You do make yogurt. yogurt. Not as much as I used to. Like, I used to use it all the time. But then it's like, I kind of forget I have it. I tried, and I haven't been, so, like, ever since I did this elimination diet, like, I haven't been eating, like, I was just telling someone this the other day, like, yogurt used to be, like, my go-to breakfast. Like, it was just, like, plain Greek yogurt with like fruit on top like a little bit of like granola or like walnuts or something you know like simple quick like the greek yogurt had protein like but not added sugar because it's plain and you know it was like that was my go-to but now this elimination diet was like i can't really do like dairy which i've reincorporated foods that i know i shouldn't so that after i eat them i'm like right that's why i wasn't supposed to eat that um (laughs) like oh it's like it's, but so for the most part, because like honestly, like I think 
from my experience, like those elimination diets, it's good to kind of like be able to test the waters to see like what, like it's easier to like physically be able to see the difference in your body and why you shouldn't eat something versus someone just like, you know, like swabbing the inside of your mouth and like dipping in a test tube and being like, you shouldn't eat bread. Okay, cool. Right. I'm not going to take your word for that. I'm going to keep eating the bread. Um, But it's also like I personally like don't think and this is not like any professional opinion because I'm not like a nutritionist but I don't personally feel like it's like healthy long term to just completely eliminate like unless you're truly allergic like you know your face is going to blow up and eat an EpiPen if you touch a shellfish like kind of thing but like to like eliminate all these things and be so restrictive like you can't ever have anything with like dairy in it like can't touch your food and you know like just because you might gain a little weight or you know Mm-hmm. like that um and like that's the thing so I was telling my cousin too like it's not just that I felt like you know it wasn't like a weight loss thing but it's like for me it's like you know like how my body feels like because I'm at an right. age of my life where I'm like you know what like would I like to weigh less yes but do I have the time or the energy to like obsess over it like no <laughs> you know like my clothes fit like fine um like you know but it's like how I feel overall like I can tell the difference when I'm eating things that like I've realized I'm like somewhat intolerant to because like is that bloated is that because you're approaching the magic number no it's just because I don't have time to give a shit about that stuff (laughs) like and honestly like not that I didn't always try to like keep myself in shape and like stuff like that and it's like you know and it's not like I've had times where it's just like I've let myself go but it's like I've always been mindful of that and the only time I really truly cared about my like you know like appearance and like how I looked was when we were getting married which I know it's gonna sound like totally vain but it wasn't even because I was like oh my god I have to look like absolutely amazing because like it's my wedding day it was like and the reason I did like, I think I really was able to lose so much weight and get in, like, such good shape was because I, like, the anxiety. Like, I was totally freaked out by the fact that hundreds and hundreds of people were going to be in a room staring at me the whole time. <laughs> like, and so it just, like, it got me, like, totally freaked out. And then people, like, getting in your head and telling you, you know, like, you have, like, you know, like, you have to do this and you have to do that. Like, you have to grow your hair and you have to do this. And, like, you have to whiten your teeth and, like, you have to get braces and straighten your teeth back out because, like, you don't want your smile to be crooked. Like, when you're taking your wedding pictures and, like, oh, my God, like, like, people are going to notice these things about me. Um, you you were all kinds of stressed. Oh, yeah. Just ask my doctor. I had medication for it. It was fine. I, oh, I was not. The only, I was, but I wasn't because. Yeah. I think just because, like, I'm not used to getting that kind of attention. So it's like, you know, like, I've, like, it's not like I haven't been up in front of people, like, speaking before, like, things like that. But just, like, the thought of, like, all eyes being on me. Like, you know, like, and Mike, of course. But it's just, like, we were going to be the center of attention. It just kind of, like, freaked me out because, like, I hadn't been in a situation with, like, that many people paying attention to me, you know? Mm Mm-hmm where now it's like get up in front of a room and talk to people or whatever like yeah sure like (laughs) that was the year I became a Zumba instructor is the year that I got married Mm -hmm. so I like had lost a lot of weight but then I like gained a ton of muscle Mm -hmm. 
So I expected my wedding dress to be like really big on me when I went for my fitting and they could barely close it. And I was livid. Like I was so pissed. It was the only time that I turned into a bridezilla and I freaked out on this seamstress. And like, I'm like, I don't understand. Like I have lost weight since I bought this dress and now you're telling me it doesn't fit and you want to take it out I, I like I literally lost it I was like do not touch the seams and I ended up somehow fitting into it I had the worst I hate dress fittings have to be like the most stressful part of like the process of anything about dress fitting in general for like any sort of event yeah. So, yeah, my problem with my wedding dress was that it was like, I mean, you know me, so you know, like, I was not blessed with like a chest. So, what? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't have boobs. So, and my dress was strapless, and it wasn't just strapless; it was strapless and backless, so there was nothing to pull the front in towards. Mm. And I like that was like really stressful for me because like so like. I worried so much about, like, who to have do the alterations because you hear, like, one end of the spectrum, they're like, no, definitely pay the people in the bridal shop because they know the dresses they sell the best. So you don't want someone to screw up your wedding dress, which it's true. You don't want someone to screw up your wedding dress. Then if people are like, you know, the wedding shops are so much more expensive. Like, I know somebody, like, they can do a good job or you can try this place. And I'm like, ugh. So I went back and forth. And then I was like, you know what? Like, most people say, like, the shop knows the dress, right? So I yeah. kept it at the bridal shop. And first of all, every time I went in for a fitting, they made me put more money towards, like, my alterations. Like, they collected payment every time I went in for, like, a fitting, even though, like, the dress How wasn't right. How many fittings did you have? Well, I had to keep going back because they kept, like, they couldn't get the dress taken in. Like, they gave me, like, the worst seamstress of the whole shop. And so I went in, and, the like, she you know like pinned it and whatever and she's like I think they wanted like a deposit like the first time when they went in to pin it and then I went back to like try it on and see how they did and um they wanted more money because then I like they had to add extra like padding into the dress so they made me like pay for it that day it's like it ended up that they kept collecting money every time I went in that it's like my dress alterations were paid in full before they were even done but they kept fucking up my dress so like first of all like I went in after she did the first time and I'm like this is not like it's a strapless dress like I didn't want to fall down and I'm like looking at it and I'm like this is like it the front of it would not even come like to my chest like it had to have been like like four or five inches like away from my chest and I'm like this is not like I don't feel secure in this I'm like it's not even like on me and she's like oh no she's like that's just because you have a bird's eye view looking down on your dress like it'll be fine I'm like no, like, I'm the one wearing it. I'm the one that can tell it's not going to stay up. Like, this is not, like, you're not leaving it like this. So they added in, like, an extra set of, like, padding, but, like, didn't help. And then, um, like, but instead of, like, because I get there was no back, so you couldn't pull it in. But she was, like, cutting away from the sides. So it's, like, I went back, and it was almost, like, all side boob hanging out. And I'm, like, like, no, like, this is not... <laughs> 
Right. And then the bustle like ripped. Like they did such a horrible job with the bustle. It ripped. And like a friend of ours had to like sew it back onto my dress, like at the wedding reception. Honestly, that's super common with bustles. But still, just like, I mean, I'm just saying. Like it was like the whole thing was a disaster at that point. And it's not like I went back after and complained. It was like my bustle ripped, but I'm just like, you suck. That's why I didn't have a train. Mine wasn't really long, and honestly, like, I forgot to bustle it for, like, half the reception. Um, I think I, like, walked in with it, like, still kind of dragging, but, like, whatever. So, um, so I wrote the title of this episode is What's Cooking? Oh, I like it. So, like, that's perfect. So, we kind of touched on it a little bit, but we're <laughs> Do like... Do you want to know what I put mine is? Hmm. Mine, uh, the top page of my notes says meal plan. I think not. Yeah. So, with well, a side note of wedding dresses, this really was, like, our topic. So, like, I mean, and this, honestly, like, the last few weeks... And then, like, yeah, like, we all know, like, there's no, nobody has a plan, nobody has a schedule, like, whether you, like, work full-time and summer's no different than the rest of the year, summer's still different than the rest of the year. Yeah. Like, it's just been, like, chaotic. So, shocker, I was traveling again last week. Ooh. <laughs> um, I, and I just I feel not. like <laughs> this summer, like, so first of all, it's the last week of July. Like, I have felt like summer's over from, like, the last day of school, like, for the kids. Like, the kids, like... I seriously, like, 4th of July ended, and I was like, summer's done. <laughs> it's like I've had that feeling, so I feel like because, like, I can't get that, like, dread out of, like, you know, my mind, that it's, like, making me waste time, plus, like, I've had so much traveling, like, well, because we went, like, we did all our quote-unquote summer vacations before summer officially started, but then right. leading up to it, like, then I spent, like, a week in the hospital with Dante, so, like, I was gone again, and then it's, like, you know, we had, like, a few busy, like, weekends where it's, like, this was our big summer bash, and, like, you know, that's it, and then I was, like, traveling for work last week, and now it's, like, oh, my God, it's the end of July, and, like, before you know it, like, I mean, I'm gonna yeah. be in just a little over a month like i'm gonna be back in school yeah. and i'm like oh my god Probably like, like a month from anything. now i'm like we haven't done any i go back on the 29th so like a yeah, month so a almost few days. a month from like today so it's just like been crazy like trying to make sure that we're getting stuff done and somewhere but like all this other stuff going on but i think it's, it's like last summer like, it didn't drag, but it felt like it was a really long summer because, like, we enjoyed it. Like, we did a lot of stuff with the kids. But I think the difference being, like, because, like, you don't realize how little was still going on last year. So it was kind of, like, slow-paced yeah, and enjoyable where very... there's things to do. Where this year, it's like, you know, like, I'm working and it's like I don't work full time but like I'm working enough that it kind of like interrupts enough days to make it kind of like chaotic and so I've been trying to make um plans with like a few of my cousins to get all our kids together and it's like you know like I was like we don't really have a lot going on I'm like Mondays like we have football 
at 5 30 but like I'm free up until then and like Tuesdays I work from 9 to 12 and then I go here and then like you know like Tuesdays aren't good um Wednesdays we have golf until noon and then I have to work at five so like I mean unless you can come here I have a five hour window where like we can kind of do something and then Thursdays are kind of okay and Fridays like I don't really make plans so Fridays are fine you know but like oh and I have to be home by two o'clock every day because Dante's bus comes home (laughs) and like my cousins are like so like you're really busy I'm like no we're not (laughs) like we're just like all over the place and on top of that like trying to keep us like organized like I said today like Mondays we have to eat by five and it's like in the back of my head like it's like I'll say something about football in the morning and then it's like I forget we have football so like last night we're eating this like weird rice thing for dinner and like Vinny said something <laughs> about like we have pasta alfredo tomorrow because so it's like if he like suffers through a dinner he didn't really like he'll make sure he like calls like a good dinner for the next night so I'm like well I don't think we have alfredo so like I remembered but I forgot like that last night Mike was like no you don't want to eat pasta right before you go to football because we know he eats right before because like you're not going to eat at like three thirty, four o'clock and like digest for an hour and a half and then go like, yeah, you want to eat dinner before you go, but you don't want like this full, but like, you know, all the times I've eaten a salmon meal, burger, a right massive before, meal. Yeah. Like all the times I like eat salmon before going to the gym and then I'm like, great, I'm going to burp salmon all through yoga. Oh, I can't eat and then work out. I just... I think because I've always just been like I have to eat when I have time like it doesn't bother me um and I like being a runner for so many years like you kind of had to eat something for the energy before like those long runs so it's like my body's just used to like that's how I work out um but I don't like intentionally like eat a meal and then work out I like I'm not one of those people that are like I need my pre-workout meal and then my post-workout meal and I swear people some people just work out for like the protein meals yeah (laughs) And I'm like, that's no. Um, so anyways, this morning, like I did like a grocery list and because like we try to do so much on the weekends, like I'm not planning on the weekends. Like I usually do when I'm like setting up for like a full week of school and work for everybody. So like this morning, Dante got on his bus and I'm like, oh, I'll build a Walmart order. And like, I'll just, that's where I'll do my grocery shopping this week. So we can just run and grab it without like spending the whole day grocery shopping. So I'm like, oh, like Vinny wanted Alfredo. So I like throw a jar of Alfredo sauce in my cart and like, you know, get a box of pasta and like all this stuff. And then um, he got up and we're like getting stuff together for the day. And I'm like, oh, I was like, I got Alfredo. Like we'll have pasta Alfredo because you wanted it. And he's like, okay. And then like a little while later, I'm like, oh, wait, or he might've even said it to me. I'm like, wait, like, like you can't eat pasta like Alfredo tonight. Like you have football. He's like, yeah, I know. He's like, that's what I was surprised you were gonna say. He's like, you guys said I can't eat it before football, and I'm like, right. I'm like, we'll have that tomorrow. So I'm like, shit, what's for dinner tonight? Um, I'm like trying to think, and then like Mike got home from work, and I'm like, uh, I'm like we have chicken fingers. <laughs> yep, that works. So tonight we had chicken fingers, tater tots, and like vegetables. But like for me, and like because I don't prefer to eat like that, so like I. But I didn't have time and didn't want to make, like, a whole separate meal. So I, like, made all the guys, like, boys in the house chicken fingers. And then I just threw, like, on a skillet. Like, I, try, like, finally tried. And they still kind of freaked me out. I told Mike this, too. Those Beyond Burgers. Oh, you did finally try it? I did. And so, but here's why. Not the Impossible. I, 
I haven't the, tried yeah. any of them. Well, and so because mostly because main... I don't know anyone else who's had them. So, so the Beyond Burger, it's not terrible. Like you have to get used to. It. So the thing that freaks me out about these things is I don't know what they put in it. But they put something in it, so when you cook it, it looks like, you know how, like, a hamburger, like, the blood juice yeah. runs out of it? Like, that's inside yeah, they these put burgers. Like, they put, like, the hemoglobin coloring in it. Yeah. So, it oozes it. So, it's, like, kind of a little, like, freakish. But, like, the thing that is nice about them versus, like, a traditional, like, Boca or, like, other brand veggie burger that's, like, this thin little, like, soy patty. That, like, is, falls apart? Yeah. Like, these are thick. Like, they're probably thicker than, like, a burger. Unless you, like, make your own, like, super thick. So they're thick, and they don't get dried out. And even, like, I burnt mine tonight, and it's still, like, it wasn't dried out. Um, And so, like, they have, like, a good texture that's still a little weird to me. I'm not a super big fan of them, but the reason I got those to try and actually, like, we'll probably, like, keep those in my rotation for when I need something quick is, one, they have a lot of protein in them, but, two, they're not soy. The hard part about trying to find mm. a veggie burger that has True. protein in it is that they all have soy, which is one thing that, like, I've, like, tried to avoid most times um, for a lot of reasons. Like, one, it's really not that great for you. Like, it can mess with your hormones, Um like, it's not good for your body to, like, have it a lot. And, like, that's a problem and why I really don't usually eat, like, veggie burger and, like, fake meat things a lot because they all have soy. So Impossible, I think, does have soy. Beyond, they're gluten-free, they're soy-free, they're, they're dairy-free, I think. I know gluten and soy, definitely. So, like, they're you know, like, easy protein for me because otherwise, like, and I eat fish and, like, seafood, which is fine. But, like, that's a lot of, like, I mean, and as long as it's not, like, high mercury, like, mercury fishes, like, it's fine, but it's still, like, I mean, that's... But still, you don't want to eat all fish all the time But Well, one, that's expensive. So, yes. my, my oldest child, I did, like, the seafood mix, um, which I know you don't do seafood, but Aldi's mm-hmm. has every so often, and I grab it, but it's, like, frozen, but it's, like, a mix of seafood. It has, like, the calamari rings in it, scallops, clams, mussels, and shrimp, so it's, like, super easy. Like, I can, like, defrost it, like, just saute it in, like, butter or olive oil or something and, like, throw it on, like, pasta. Like, last night, we just threw it on our rice, um, but Vinny likes shrimp, and then I always forget until we have them, like, he loves scallops. Oh, so, that's like, interesting. So this, like last night, like I picked out just the shrimps and the scallops, like for his plate, and then like Dante, of course, will eat whatever, and then like we could eat whatever. So he was off. I like we were not even at the table yet. He's like, I ate all my scallops. So I had said something to Mike last night too, and I'm like, oh, I was like, I always forget. Like he loves scallops until we like have them, and they're really not like easy to find. Like. Like, they are, but they aren't. But I'm like, Aldi, it's, like, one of those things that they're, like, seasonal or selective. So I'll, like, grab them when I have them, but they don't have them a lot. So I'm like, oh, I'm, like, you know, building, like, my warehouse club order. So I'm like, oh, like, see if, like, BJ's or Sam's Club's have them. Like, I never think to look for scallops. So I go It's just so interesting because... Yeah. He's so picky. I know. That's the thing, but he eats the weirdest things for, like, a picky kid. My niece is like this. But so anyways, I go on, like, Sam's Club last time. Like, Sam's Club. Like, they'll be the cheaper one, right? And so they're, like, fresh Atlantic scallops. Uh, one and a half pound bag, twenty nine ninety eight. And I'm, like, what the fuck? 
Yep. I'm like, I can't afford to get this kid scallops. So, <laughs> um, yep. And I now realize as I'm telling this story that Walmart must have been out of stock because I did not put away scallops when I emptied my bag today. So, and you put them work. in your cart. Yes, I didn't look at my substitutions. Um, but if I go back and look at it, it'll probably tell me it was out. They're like, oh, you had substitutions. I'm like, whatever. Um, so I looked at BJ's and it was like the same thing. I'm like, why are they so expensive? Well, because the, and then I realized it. I'm like, I can't get them these ones anyways. Those are like the huge ones. Mm. Like, which I'm like, I don't think he would eat those. So he likes the Bay Scouts, which are like the little tiny, like pellet ones. Yeah. Um, so Walmart actually had them. They were like seven something a pound. So I threw two bags in my cart, which I now realize I did not get today. Kept them in my coconut milk a few weeks ago. Um, <laughs> but it was just like crazy. But so the Beyond Burgers are okay. So we did that. And then we had tater tots. Which Finney realized tonight, tater tots are actually delicious, which we've been telling him for years. Oh, they're the best. Yeah. And they're so delicious. And then he probably ate like half the ones on his plate. And then he like, of course, bites everything in half. And he's like, what's this white stuff inside of them? And we're like, potatoes. What? This is potatoes? I don't like potatoes. I'm like, Finney, I'm like, it's the same thing inside a French fry. He's like, <laughs> oh. Okay. I'm like oh my god um but so like when I do dinners like that for me like I just threw like a couple tater tots on my plate like I had my beyond burger and then I just we had a bunch of like random leftover vegetables so it's like I just kind of like took all that so it's like I could not have to make a separate meal but kind of like have a bulk of my meal be like vegetables but still get everyone else a quick dinner which is like hard but that's the thing like everybody eats a little bit different but I don't want to make different things all the time and then like we're running around so much I'm not like planning my grocery shopping I do better if I don't plan my grocery shopping like that sounds crazy but like when I don't plan like I I have to go like tomorrow for sure but like I don't plan out my list I don't plan one, I always forget the list, even if it's digital. Okay, I've tried like the notes, I've tried the apps, like I've tried the paper, it doesn't work. No, digital, I, I, I to, forget to check. I forget to check I, them when I have it on my phone. 100%. I just have to go. Like, I just have to go and do it. And I actually will do better than if I like sit there and I'm like, oh, Okay, now that I'm done, like, oh, crap, I forgot this. And I have to walk through the whole store again. And when I walk through the whole store again, I find something else that I don't need. Yeah. Like, I just, I can't. That's actually one reason why I like to use the um, scan and go feature. It's Sam's Club. Because then, like, if I have to walk through, like, because I forgot something... Like, I'll grab it, and then I check out on the app, like, at that point. So then even if I'm walking through the store, like, I, like I'm like i done, I paid, like, I can't add anything else to my cart because, like, I'm already done, like, paying for everything. Yeah. And, um, which I don't, I don't do that a lot because, honestly, like, I just, I don't spend a lot of time in stores anymore because like that's when I am getting all this stuff like I don't need and 
like I know like your shopping style is like different and some days I just like I know I need to go grocery shopping so like I'll just go to Aldi and like you know wing it mm-hmm. and so it's like you know the staples that you need and then you're like that looks like a good dinner for tonight and like that looks like this um but um like any other place like I just like I have to like build the list because one dragging kids shopping is like torture for you and them because it's torture for them which makes it torture for you and it's like a pain and then they add so much stupid shit in the cart um and it just like it's time and whatever but because I like I spent so much time building our list anyways for like other stores that aren't Aldi that by the time I built it like it could already be in my cart and then like all I have to do at that point is like go pick it up and then if they're out of something like Walmart I like this because if they're out of something they'll replace it for you so it's like I don't have to go find something else like because I couldn't find what I needed like they'll go find it for me <laughs> I just don't buy it <laughs> I can't find it we are very we are very opposite shoppers we are well and this is like I mean very because opposite. it became so popular when we couldn't leave our house like it just stuck for me and like I still don't like delivery like I just well, for me though like I had to leave my house you know what like, I mean? And like, we when they were like, like, oh, just pick one person to go. I'm like, well, it's me. Oh, just pick one person to do this. I'm like, well, it's me too. We just, like, did it. Well, and that's the thing. Like, we, like, we would have, like, Mike go on his way home for, like, one day. Like, you stop because you're already out of the house. Like, so he did do that, which is why we actually, even during, like, the total shutdown, like, we didn't do a lot of Instacart. If there was days that, like, we were all home, we might have done that. But then, like, for me, like, I was home with the kids. So, like, I couldn't be the person to go out because, like, I didn't want to take the kids and he's at work. So, like, that didn't really work for us either. But we we tried, like, a few different things because, like, businesses got creative. So, like, we got creative with them. But then we're like, no, we actually don't like that. So, like, we're just going to go to the store. But then, like, the one day, I think I went, like, first thing in the morning on, like, a Saturday when he was home to, like, go to Aldi, and there was, like, 20 people lined up outside the door, and I was, like, oh, I was, like, I'm not doing this shit. Oh, yeah. I'm, like, no. Yeah, there would be lines outside of Aldi I'm, like, before they opened. Yeah, and it was probably, like, 30 degrees, and... I do remember the one day I went to go grocery shopping, and it was when they were limiting the amount of people in a store. Oh. So it had to be pretty early on in the COVID, but I don't really, I can't remember when it was. I just remember I went and I saw like the line and they were like one person out, one person in type of thing. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, hell no. And I like, cause you know where I live. I have two yeah. Aldi like within a mile from my house. Yeah. Literally I turned like right to go to one and left for the other. So I went to the other one and nobody was at the other one. I'm like, perfect. <laughs> yeah. I am not waiting in line to go grocery shopping. No, and like absolutely not. Well, and it was like cold that morning. I think it was like raining. All these people were like lined up, and I just sat in my car. I was like, I'm not waiting outside. I was like, Mm-mm. I was like, I wait till the door opens before I get out. Like I refuse to stand out there and wait. So they were starting to let people in. So I get out of the car, like, and I go in, and then I walk in, and that was a day that, and I remember this. I literally only needed like five things, and I felt like so weird at the checkout with like 
10 or less items in my cart when I literally was walking behind this woman that like took her arm and took like every single package of hot dog rolls off the shelf and just like dumped them in her cart. And I'm like, like, why? Like, like, why do you need that many hot dog rolls? Like people just went nuts and they just yeah. didn't know what to buy. So they just bought everything. And this was like, this was like weeks into it. It wasn't like it was at the very beginning when people were like totally freaked out. Like this was like a few weeks in when we're like, okay, we can go to the grocery store. Like, you know what I mean? They're not closing. So it was like weird. It's like, here it is. Like this lady bought like every loaf of bread and like every hot dog roll. And like, you know what I mean? Like she was just walking down the aisle and just like shoving everything to her cart. And I get to the checkout and I'm like, I just needed two cans of black beans and like a gallon of milk. <laughs> like, right. That's what I was out of. But um, like, so... And I don't even know how we planned, like, that's such a blur to me. Like, I don't know how we planned, like, what we're eating and stuff. And I think that's how, like, meal planning got, like, so crappy for us in our house, at least. Because you just, you just like, had to eat whatever you had. Well, and that's the thing. We had to rely on what we had. And then because there was, like, so, like, the kids were getting, like, school lunches. Um, that, like, you know, all the school districts were, like, offering, like, free lunches and free breakfast for the kids, which we... Like I had utilized. so many Crustables. Oh my, do you know I still have them in my freezer? I just told Vinny, I'm like, we probably have to throw them out. I'm like, they've been in our freezer for two years. Like, nobody's <laughs> eating them. Yeah, you should probably throw them out. Like, and I tried to get creative with them at some point, too. Like, oh my gosh, like, I saw this TikTok video, and you can air fry your Uncrustable, but like, nobody will eat them still. I'm like, I don't eat them. <laughs> like, I can't believe the kids don't eat them. Once in a while, he, like, they will, but they really don't. When they're like, frozen. Well, and they don't, they don't eat, like, peanut butter and jelly that often either. Like, actually, I made Dante a peanut butter and jelly sandwich yesterday, and he was like, what the fuck, mom? Like, that I asked for cheese. is my favorite. I love peanut butter and jelly. Like, I literally ate it every day for lunch in school. Like, every day. Okay, well, Dante love it. eats school food. Vinny, this whole last school year, eating school food because it was free. Um, but when he packs his lunch, because my bougie kid over here eats, um, like, cheese and crackers and, pens- like, pepperoni with, like, and it's so funny. So- he's got his own <laughs> little charcuterie board. So he's so cute. So he made his own lunch. I went outside to cut the lawn after we were done running errands this morning. And I come in, it was, like, somewhere between, like, 1230 and 1245. And I'm, like, and he's, like, on the couch reading a book. So we went to the library this morning. So he's, like, read an entire book already today. Like, chapter book. Um, but, like, and they're, they're kid ones. They're graphic novels. So it's, like, basically, like, a really giant comic book for people who are, like, oh, my but God, still. Like your kid ran. You know, but he did. He read the whole thing. Um, but anyways, he's, like, engrossed in this book on the couch. And I'm, like, oh, like, I so I come in. I'm, like, oh, are you hungry? And he's like, I already made my lunch. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I'm like, what would you have? Well, because there's only half a non bread left because I think grandma ripped it in half and gave it to Dante. So it looks like someone bit it already. So I couldn't have non bread. There's none in the freezer or anywhere. And there's only <laughs> half of one. So I had chips with cheese and pepperoni and a banana and a Hershey kiss because when he Good packs job, his dude. lunch when he packs his lunch he always has to put a treat in there so it always would be like 
the, the like you know not a sandwich like the cheese crackers pepperoni which is basically his equivalent of a sandwich a yep. fruit a snack and a treat I like it so he just he cracks me up but like, yeah I made his own lunch and I'm like sweet I'm like now I don't have to worry about my lunch so it's gonna be like two o'clock and I'm gonna realize I didn't eat but that's fine <laughs> But um, he did such a good job. He did. So, and I think we've talked about this before. Like, my biggest go-tos then lately, like, and it's, like, it's hard because I try to introduce new foods for the kids because, one, like, kids either get total burnout because, like, they like something so you make it too much and then they don't like it anymore. Or, yeah, like, you offer them, like, a meal and they maybe eat it. Maybe it's like okay, but they don't love it. But then, like, you don't make it again for six months, and then the next time they forget they ever had it, and they're like, ew. So it's like finding this balance. And, like, you know, like adults, like, everyone gets sick of eating the same thing all the time. So, yes. like, trying to find this balance, and, you know, like when it's crazy, but like, we, like, the past few years, like, a lot of our meal planning has just been revolved around getting. Like, eating things just because it's, like, what we have or, like, what we were given. Um, And a lot of our meals revolved around, like, what, like, these lunch programs were, like, offering. Which And so we had first started getting them because, um, like, food was so scarce. And it's, like, my kids needed milk and, like, fruit. And, like, that was the stuff you couldn't find in stores. So, like, that's why I was, like, this, like, guarantees my kids have, like, what they need. And then, like, we would trade with, like, my sister next door. And, like, we didn't, like, we, when it was, like, quarantine, like, we didn't hang out with them. But, like, I mean, we really all just kept our own houses. But we would, like, door dash, like, tradesies to each other. So she'd be like, oh, like, you know, like, my niece would need, like, PE. Well, it's time for the girls, like, PE session. So they're going to run over to your house and, like, you know, like, we have six chocolate muffins and we'll trade you for you know your strawberry pop tarts <laughs> we'd like bag everything up and we'd like open the door and like pass them off real quick and then like shut the door and lock it like she'd run back home <laughs> like, that was her pee and yeah it helped out um but so it's like you know then we ended up in this rut of like spending so long of just getting like this convenient food because like this is what we had and then options like there's still things that like I can't buy the way I used to like I cannot for like two and a half years have not been able to buy my giant three or five pound whatever size bag it was of um dear deli bittersweet chocolate chips at BJ's like I used to get them like all the time, like that's what I would bake with. Like they're not, they're chocolate not shipping them from San Francisco anymore. Like no, like I'm like what? Like it was like did your like shut down or something? I'm like I don't understand, and it was always like the most random things that it's like just have been out, and then like for actually hmm. I just started seeing it like just start to come back um, within the last month or so, but for the longest time, like Aldi didn't have like the little like one pound bags of like salmon fleece like it was just plain like boneless skinless salmon Hmm. and like you couldn't get it and they'd have the family packs but I don't buy the family packs even though like we usually eat a lot of salmon because the family packs have the skin on and the bones in them which totally grosses me out so like it's just like weird random things and so then because like we have it now because like 
things are so expensive that you basically have to shop based on like what you can afford. I was just talking about this. Um, So Friday night, my best friend Cindy came over for dinner and um, we literally were just talking about that. She's like, I feel like a terrible mom because now I'm shopping for things that I can afford versus things that like are healthy and good. (laughs) Yeah. Because we just can't. And she's not the only one. Like, that's how so people are. Like, I mean, it's just, it's so insane. Like, just how ridiculous it is. Like, and I just saw on, like, the Today Show this morning about, like, the way inflation is. And it's like, you know, and I, like, if I do happen to turn on, like, the Today Show in the morning, and I'm like, oh, like, Dante's at school, Vinny's sleeping, I'm gonna watch the news, and then, like, two hours later, I'm like, Vin, I'm like, you can turn that TV off, I'm like, I have not paid attention to a single thing they said all morning, <laughs> because then you start, like, doing stuff around the house, and you don't, actually, but there was something they were talking about with inflation, and they were saying how, like, the average family spends $465 a month on groceries, which... I believe that. I spent I believe it. almost and, that on myself. Well, and I was kind of almost surprised, like, that was the number. Now, like, I would think it'd be more now, like, unless, like I said, I was half paying attention. That's what it used to be. And, like, maybe I missed the part about, like, what it is now. Because, I mean, most families, like, that's, I mean, just a little over $100 a week. Um, but, like, I feel like it's more than that now where... Like, and I've said this before, like, I used to do a monthly trip, like, you know, probably four to six weeks. Like, I'd do, like, a big run to, like, a BJ's or Sam's Club and, you know, like, stock up on, like, you know, like, chicken nuggets, like, you know, chicken fingers, like, frozen, like, whatever frozen meat fish we'd have, like, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then my weekly trip's to Aldi's like I used to get in and out of there for like $50 like, you now know, for... my weekly trips to Aldi are at least 150 to $200 yeah like and it's, it's just me <laughs> like yeah I cook for Michael because I have to like cook for myself so it's very difficult cooking for one person but like whatever we don't eat or I don't eat because he doesn't come over every single day like I eat for lunch the next day yeah (laughs) I'm still spending that much but you get like everything there right like your house I do like well I don't get like cleaning supplies but I will buy like paper towels um baggies like lunch baggies and stuff yeah um toilet paper but like I don't I don't tend to buy, like, my cleaning supplies there or, um, like, vitamin. They do sell some vitamins, but usually not the ones that I like. Um, Or, like, shampoo or body wash or things like that. Mostly, like, I just buy groceries. Yeah. Um. But I always do look at the, the aisles to see what cool things they have. Oh, those Aldi finds are like because they there's some really the cool stuff and I'm like the wow worst. this is awesome and then I walk yeah. away but but I have to look <laughs> you know those Aldi finds will get you 
Like I have to walk down the aisle with blinders on and I have to walk down the aisle because it's like, I forget things. If I don't walk up and down every aisle, like then I'll miss something. I'll be like, I'll be like, Oh, I forgot. I needed the beans. And they were like all the way down there. So it's like, I have to go down. And if, if I deviate from my pattern, see, this is why I don't need a list because I'm such a creature of habit. Like yeah. if I deviate from that, then I'm like, I can't, I like got to start over. I'm like, okay, start walking yeah. the door again. <laughs> yeah. But so the thing is, so yeah, like, so my $50 a week at Aldi is now turned into like 80 to a hundred dollars. But on top of that, like I also like every week to at least like every other week and picking things up at like Sam's Club or BJ's. So like I'm doing like that and it's not like the huge orders where it's like, I used to go there like once every month or like every other month and like it'd be like a $300 order where now because I can do curbside pickup like I will just grab the few things that I need and like go or like because I'm like in the area so much like I'm near Sam's Club like all the time like even if I don't have time to do a curbside and like schedule like a pickup then I can just run in and be like oh like I was out of Walmart's this week so like I'll just like run in and grab them but so it's, you know, like, because I'm going in, like, smaller trips, like, more often, I'm probably spending more on that stuff than I was before. And it's just, like, it's outrageous, like, how much everything is. But on the flip side, from, I think they called the story something about inflation, deflation. So, like, food prices are going up, but the price of TVs is down like 12 or 20 percent or something like that like yeah, instead you if you needed TV super cheap yeah so like if you need a tv they're like get one now before like the holidays like you know just get it now like they're super cheap i'm like okay Don't okay but i do have a follow-up question yeah like how many tvs does like a person need because it seems like they're always on sale and then, like, at the, the holiday the time, they're ones. like, oh, my gosh, like, all these TVs are so cheap. And I'm like, how many TVs do you need? Like, it's re- Well, because then there's people that, like, always need, like, the newest one. Like, oh, my God, And they this have them in better. every room of their house. And they have to, like, I, it's, like, too much for me. I mean, so we have three TVs in our house. But, I mean, I don't know. Does the projector count? Um, no, because it hooks up through your TV, doesn't it? Or you guys, like, it has its log own in somehow? It has its oh, own Oh, it does. Broku. Okay, so four. Then I would count it. It's, if it has its own <laughs> device, it counts. It has its own Roku, it counts. Um, it, we do have a, what's this thing called now? I can't think of what, the, oh, conduit. So, like, you can run the wires through the wall to get so like we have wires that run up the projector like through the ceiling like through the wall so like we can connect to the blu-ray player that of course nobody uses a blu-ray player anymore it's like ancient technology um yeah right um like that's over like with the actual tv but um i wanted a blu-ray player and dan told me no we can have a dvd player and now nobody even uses that either no nobody uses any of them um but, like, so, like, we have a TV in the basement because someone, like, gave it to us. But, like, we don't use it. And, like, the kids, like, just last year started, like, playing games on the Wii with it. Like, like original Wii that I had from, like, forever ago. 
Um, but like, you know, now we have a switch and I can play like right here on the couch, like without having to move my body. So like, I don't yep. need that shit anymore. Um, yep. But yeah. And like Vinny keeps asking for a TV in his room and I'm like, no, cause he's like, you know, like my friend so-and-so has a TV in the room. And I'm like, you're eight. You're not getting a TV in your room. Like, well, so no. I had a TV in my room growing up, but I only watched it like a handful of times. Like, I don't like laying in bed and watching TV. So, another big difference. Like, we can't follow. And honestly, like, I don't know. Like, this is a habit I made for Mike. Like, I don't know if he had a TV in his room or, like, if this is how he used to go to bed. Like, he probably had, like, the best routine before he met me. But, like, I can't fall asleep, like, without, like, background noise. So, like, we sleep with, like, the TV on. We set the timer but, like, we fall asleep with the TV on. Yeah, it's, um, like, that's too bright for me, too. Like, I need it, like, pitch black. Oh, no. Like, I turn away from the TV, so like, I'm like that. when I go to hotels and they have the alarm clocks, like, I will unplug the alarm clock because that light is too bright. Yeah, no, I can't. Like, I am that sensitive to it. Nope, I, you know. Or I, I'm... like, cover up a, sh- take a shirt and, like, cover it up. I can't. I don't remember you doing that when we shared a hotel room. Because the because it faced you. The clock faced you. <laughs> it didn't face me. Why? Because you turned it away from you? Probably. I don't <laughs> even remember really. a clock. I honestly don't even remember a clock. There definitely had to be one on that nightstand. <laughs> I do not remember. That's so funny. But yeah. Anyways. Um, F this? Yes. You're lucky. I have I have a really funny one. Okay. Are you ready for it? Yeah. My fucking cat tattoo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, backstory. <laughs> so Carrie and I go like see each other <laughs> like never spend an entire weekend together yeah and this was one of those weekends so we spent like legit almost all of saturday together and we went to the blueberry farm and picked blueberries and it was super hot out but um the boys were actually pretty good about the heat like they didn't seem too it wasn't unbearable like it was like humid but i think because it wasn't like full sun and it was like overcast like that makes a huge yeah they were they were good um they played on the playground and if you have not been to the treehouse blueberry farm like it's super cute um definitely kid appropriate Mm -hmm. cool little hiking trails like treehouse master so they're building like this massive treehouse that you can look at like just nice so after that we went to a kids day event which was a lot of fun mm-hmm. and they had like sports and bounce houses and a scavenger hunt which you know all about the scavenger hunt um and then they had kids biz which if you don't know what it is it's kids running like their own small business raising money for I don't know whatever they do um and then they were showing Encanto at night which we did not stay for but one of 
the fenders, and I put that in air quotes, not that anybody saw, was the uh, actual school district. And they were passing out fake tattoos. And so, of course, like, yes, the kids, like, do you want them? And Vinny was like, absolutely not. And Dante just, like, side-eyed us. And (laughs) And then there was me, who was like, well, I want a tattoo. And then it turned into Rocco and Gianni getting one, only if Michael and I got one. And the three boys put, like, picked out they had all kinds, too. They had like dinosaurs and they had cats and dogs and different types of transportation and construction things and llamas and hot air balloons. It was, it was all over the place. So Rocco picked out a dog and he put on his hand and he used so much water that like a half hour later when he went to the bathroom, he washed the whole thing off. Um, Gianni picked a llama and he did not put enough water on so it got so dry that it peeled off like a half hour later. Michael picked a hot air balloon like a Zeppelin style mm-hmm. um, that was red, white, and blue and his was perfect and I picked this like sassy looking cat. This cat is sassy as fuck. And they all put theirs on their hand, and I was, like, the badass who was, like, I'm putting it on my bicep. (laughs) Which is actually not on my bicep, but it's on my upper arm. So I put the cat on, and the ladies at the district table were, like, oh, oh, you you weren't, you weren't kidding. Like, you're really putting it there. I'm, like, yeah, yeah, I am. So me and the sassy cat went on our way. Didn't think much of my sassy little cat. Then yesterday, got up super early because we went to Bill's training camp. So got up, took a shower. My sassy cat is still there. So I'm like, oh, okay. Guess I like really need to scrub this off, right? No, they they last for a while. Well, I scrubbed for, like, no joke, three minutes with my loofah, mm-hmm. and nothing happened. Like, literally nothing. My no. arm got red, and that was it. Nothing. So, I was like, well, I guess this is it. This is, this is where this cat tattoo lives now. So, went on my merry way. Like, we were out in the sun all day. We had a family party last night. And, it, like, finally... I don't know, 10.30, 10.45 last night, like, I'm crawling into bed. Like, you had sent me that one text and I'm like, I can't. I can't even function. <laughs> you know, I'm so tired. <laughs> and I go to put my phone on my dresser where I always keep it. Again, I sleep in the pitch black, right? And so, I don't have my contacts in. I don't have my glasses on. So my vision's always, like, a little bit foggy, but again, it's pitch black, so I don't think anything of it. Like, take my arm, and I put it up, and I'm like, what the hell is that? And I, like, like kind of, like, look around, and I look at my arm, fucking thing glows in the dark. Oh, that is awesome. <laughs> so then, 
So I'm like, oh shit, it glows in the dark, right? So now I'm excited. <laughs> I just went from like, I can't even open my eyes to like, oh my god, this is the coolest thing ever. So then I tried to take a picture of it, which did not turn out of course at not. all. And I was so bummed. I took like seven pictures and it did not work out. And I was just like, this is bullshit. Like, I was so pissed. So, so I was like, maybe that's why it didn't come off like super fast. So it's got like this special glow in the dark qualities, right? Uh-huh. And so I go to bed. I wake up this morning, fucking cat tattoo. Perfect condition, by the way. <laughs> Perfect. Like, looks like I just put it on. So I get up take a shower i'm like scrubbing away again with my loofah nothing i take exfoliant nothing so i'm like i'm gonna try like a makeup remover take the makeup remover nothing so now this cat tattoo again he just lives on my arm i named it sassy we're just like this little pair of people like cohabitating in the same body like sassy's just like i don't give a fuck that's where i live i glow in the dark suck it up deal with it and today I was like, not embarrassed, because that wasn't the right word, but I work in a very professional field that like, we can have tattoos, but like, it's a little kind of like a little bit faux pas to like have them hanging out all over. So I had to wear a shirt today that covered up sassy, because I didn't want to walk around all day and explain to people why I had a stick on cat tattoo on my arm and then explain to them how it glows in the dark. You know, but really you wanted to tell people about your glow in the dark tattoo. I, I kind of did and it like took a lot of strength not to like roll up my sleeve and be like, you want to see this new tat? Glows in the dark. Yeah. So anyways, rubbing alcohol is um a good option to try to remove the tattoo? I mean, at this point, I don't know if I want to remove it or or if it's like remember when you used to go tanning and you would get the Playboy bunny stickers and you put it on it would like measure how tan you got because it would be white underneath it it's kind of like that now um no I never well, some... went, they never went tanning with the Playboy bunny sticker <laughs> <laughs> well I guarantee somebody out there has okay not me have like suns that was the hardest part like so you would pick like your sticker right and you put it on your body somewhere and it would like so it was like to measure how tan you were getting because obviously you put the sticker on and then when you went in the tanning bed that part did not get tan so the hardest part about the stickers was like re-sticking it in the exact same spot over and over again always had the playboy bunny symbol um some places had a sun but like most of them were the playboy bunny symbol i usually put mine on my hip so that way when i would wear pants or like my bathing suit would still be covered up because i didn't want it like in the middle of my leg or like on my arm like this cat tattoo because I guarantee I will have a tan line around this flipping cat tattoo. But it glows in the dark. Sassy, like, is giving a side eye. It's, like, looking at me to the side. 
Like, this isn't your arm, bitch. It's mine. So, um, yes, this fucking cat tattoo. Yo, mine's not as entertaining, so it's good to follow up with that. Um, <laughs> so on a serious note. <laughs> on a serious note, um, so, and we kind of talked about, um, this earlier with the fact that, like, everything's more expensive now. Um, and we know things are more expensive, like, it's a fact of life. In, but we have to keep living our life um, because things are more business or more expensive. Like it affects like businesses, it expect, like affects households. Like I know it, it's like everything. But so we are working on preparing for it's a little less than a month away. Um, we do an annual golf tournament in memory of uh, my dad. So it's ninth year actually, which is like crazy. Um, so it's run through a service club that he was a part of for like over 30 years. Um, so it's like the club's annual golf tournament, but we just have always made it like in memory of my dad. Um, so we're in like that final push, like let's follow up with people we've had donation requests for, like, let's make sure like, you know, people who are coming actually like fill out the registration. So we know they're coming. So, you know, it was one of those weekends where we're like, okay, one month ago, let's send reminders out. Let's, like, you know, kind of reconvene, get organized, like, get on top of these things. So, earlier tonight, I was talking to uh, my sister about places. And I'm like, oh, like, did you get that text today? Sent? Like, because I'll find random things at the most random time of the day. Like, it was probably 1130 last night. And I'm like, ooh, like, this is a good place to talk to for a donation. So, I'll, like, text her, like, they call these people. Like, only because like she's in charge of like donations that's like her part of like the committee so um well had i known you were up i would have tried to send you a picture of my cat tattoo i think you know i'm uh, always up most times like <laughs> I, I tell people that all the time and it's like you know i'm not like i mean once i like go to sleep i'm generally like asleep but it's funny because there will be like random nights where you know i'm like oh my gosh like i I, my best friend works overnights and I didn't realize she was working overnights. Um, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I wish I knew I would like text you. But like now I know. So now if it's like, you know, 1230 in the morning and I'm like up, I'm like, oh, like I know Nicole's up. Like I can text her now. <laughs> like where most people would be like, oh, they're sleeping and I don't know if they sleep with their ringer on. I don't want to bother them. I'm like, I know she's up. Um, <laughs> so anyways, like I was talking to my sister about this today and I was like well we could try like this place and this place like it's just someplace like I never like thought about so we look for um whole sponsors um patron sponsors and then like obviously people want to donate like a basket or something should do a basket raffle so I'm talking about this stuff and so we've been kind of going back and forth the past few weeks about like because we have some businesses that you know like they like to support us every year they either you know like are supporters of like the club or like they knew my dad or like you know they just are like a business that like gives back to the community so I want to preface this by saying like I do not ever expect people to give like donations like uh, like my motto is just like you can ask the worst they say is no like I don't ever expect I don't feel like owed anything and I understand like and it's hard especially for local businesses like they get like and corporate because people think like they're corporate they must have a lot of money like businesses businesses get hit up for donations 
all the time. Like, I get it. And I know because they do, like, a lot of businesses kind of have, like, this is, like, what we can afford to allot towards donations. So, unfortunately, if you've asked us after, like, we've exceeded that limit, like, we just can't afford to give anymore. Like, I get that. So, we have, like, one business that usually gives to us all the time. Like, I mean, they're really great like company like they're a place that like we go to and like support all the time and so like my mom had gone out and like like she'll go in person to follow up with people so like she came back last week with like a handful of stuff like here's like what I collected today like I was you know out and about anyway so I like stopped in all these places but the one place like they gave us a coupon Elisa like like just a coupon one coupon so it's not like, oh, like, you know, we can give you, like, $5 off a purchase to put in, like, all your swag bags for the golfers or something. Like, it was one coupon. <laughs> like, so I'm like, how, like, let's get, like, creative. Like, how do we make a basket out of this? Like, and you can win a coupon. <laughs> you know, and it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, it's not like an expensive place. So it's like it's a coupon for like ten dollars off of like a twenty-five dollar purchase. And I'm like, like, and I told him like this, and I said, like, I like I get it, like I get times are hard, but I'm like if you gave a ten dollar gift card, then it feels like you got something and you know that there's very right. little you can buy at this place for ten dollars. So coming in to use it, you're gonna have to spend more money. Right. And then if people, like, just don't go, then you didn't lose any money because they just didn't spend the gift card you gave them, right? Like, I mean, that's, like, how a lot of, like, salons are, essentially. Like, they give, like, you know, coupon for, like, a free, like, haircut or something like that. But it's, like, you know, they either might get new business. Like, they might get someone who's coming in just because they want the free haircut. They might get someone who, like, loves their haircut and, like, becomes a new client or, like the person just doesn't use it before it expires and they didn't lose anything because they just like it cost them the piece of paper but my mom anyways. also though gives um hair products my so my her salon, my salon has a few times but like sometimes it doesn't and i get it depends on how business is going and like I said, like, I don't ever expect something. Like, one year they were like, here's some product, here's some product. Like, you know, and then other years it was like, you know, like, here's, like, a certificate. And, like, especially now, like, I would appreciate just a certificate. Like, a haircut could cost, like, anywhere from, like, you know, 40 to 50 plus dollars for a haircut at, like, a good salon yep. now. So, like, that's a big value on its own. So, you know, like, I'm not complaining. Like, businesses do what they can because even one – place like they usually give us like I mean it's a jewelry store so you know it's like expensive like they usually give us like a hundred dollar gift card which I didn't realize like they gave us that much because this year they gave us 50 like this year they gave us 50 and I'm like well like that's really nice and so then I was looking at our spreadsheets we're looking to see if like we've heard from businesses that have supported us in the past I'm like oh I'm like they gave us a hundred last year but I'm like still like 50 is still like you feel like you're getting something if you win that yeah you know so the F that part of it like so like we don't have expectations and like you know some businesses obviously have had to cut back but we still appreciate like anything they can, they can give us so my sister her day job is working for a nonprofit, and part of her position is she's in charge of like running like a basket raffle fundraiser they do every year so 
she was telling me like today and she was like yeah well okay like we can try this place for the golf tournament but like they've always declined us and like she works for like a pretty big organization so like I mean it's known in the community so she's like you know they declined like for us so she kind of compares it like you know like if they aren't giving to like this big like known organization like because places we usually give to the bigger fundraisers because that's more people seeing their business name versus like this little mom and pop thing that you know might get a hundred people versus where like a thousand people might see that they supported them which i understand too because donations are a form of advertisement but she's like well they didn't support us they didn't support us and i'm like okay like you know like we kind of know them a little more personally so like like i said ask if they say no they say no but so then like this one local restaurant like I'm so turned off and honestly like I've been there a few times and I just was not impressed with them like service food like it was just like overall like it wasn't great I don't understand why people love it kind of a place but she's like yeah she's like so we asked like for work for a donation and she's like they were like so nasty they were like we cannot give donations like we can't afford anything like the cost of everything like food and everything it takes to run our business is more expensive now like and do not ever dare ask us for a donation again in the future like stop asking us like don't ever ask us for a donation again and i'm like ew yeah what a jerk like that i'm sorry like it's like totally understandable to be like i'm sorry like times are really rough like we can't afford to donate like right now you know but like thank you for supporting our business like anything nice like even to just say like i'm sorry like we just like you know our business is really struggling we can't afford but like to just like straight up like flip out and be like and don't you dare ask us again like i'm sorry is business never gonna get better so like maybe they're planning on closing like then give us a gift certificate because you pay out of business before someone gets a chance to use it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, like, I just, the response that people has to that, like, I mean, don't, and this kind of goes along the lines too. It's like, I've been seeing people post like pictures of like these handwritten signs hanging up at businesses or like, you know, things like that about like, just so you know, like we're not raising prices because they're trying to make money. Like, this is how much oil cost five years ago and this is how much it costs today and this is how much flour cost five years ago or like two years ago and this is how much it cost today. Like, we get it. Like, I mean, and I'm sorry, like, nobody is complaining that the business is like, that the restaurant is like price gouging us. People are just complaining in general because like, it's more expensive. Like, we know our groceries are more expensive so that doesn't make me think that your, like, supplies to run your restaurant aren't more expensive. But, like, I think from a consumer point, like, I am frustrated because, like, we can't afford to go out to eat like we have before. And, like, like it's hard because it's, like, you know, you want to be able to still do things and especially now, like, like, life is open again, right? But, like, we can't Mm -hmm. afford it. So... Like, that's the frustration from, like, a consumer standpoint. So for these businesses to, like, post these signs and, like, don't come and complain to us about prices. Like, here's, like, like, I don't think that's necessary. Like, we get it. And, like, to assume that we don't get it when it's, like, everyone's frustrated, you know. And then they have, like, these assholes, like, don't you dare ask us for anything because we're, like, Yeah, that's insane. Don't ask us ever again. Like, okay. Okay. I'm sorry, from someone that has flown way too many times in the last two months, um, 
I know airline travel sucks FYI because I know you're about to get on a plane. Don't expect no complications. Don't expect to fly without a hiccup. Carrie, like I expected that years ago. Like I've it's always been an issue, but now it's more of an issue and more people are talking about it. But like it's more it's always it's always been an issue. And so for me it's just like, yeah, I already know there's gonna like something I have not, no. And I mean, it's not like, I mean, and I've traveled, I've always traveled a lot with the exception of the past year. So like I have not encountered the types of issues that we have in the past. I've been stranded places. I've been, uh, had luggage missing. I've had flights canceled. I've had that, but not to the extent that I have. And I think that it's not like yeah it's happened because like we're frequent travelers and like we've come across it but it's like I mean it's more common and I mean there's I think it's more heightened now because like they don't like they're short-staffed like everybody you know what I mean but I mean the thing is like I mean a trip coming home from Miami like that was like ridiculous but like you know my mindset the whole day was like we're still getting home tonight like it's right. hours later than we're supposed to but we still got home the same like I didn't have to go stay in a hotel overnight without my suitcase and you know like something like that like we still got right. home tonight like it was really long it was exhausting but we got home tonight um and then Orlando like it was just like a hiccup in our trip but it wasn't like we didn't get overly delayed it was just like whatever you know and then coming home so my flight this week I just went to Washington DC which I mean for us is like a seven hour drive and like I would have just drove if that was like an option but it was a work trip so like they booked my flight for me and you know it was a 45 minute flight and going there was like fine um no big deal I think it was like 20 minutes or so like taking off which like that kind of thing to me is like not a big deal and honestly it wasn't a huge deal coming home that like I was late I ended up getting in like an hour later than I should have for like a 45 minute flight and it wasn't the fact that like we were delayed yeah but it was because we left late because like and it's the snowball effect so a connecting flight had passengers getting on our plane that their flight was late. So because our plane knew about it, they waited for them, which, okay, nice. Nice, Nice, right? But then there's a lot of planes don't do that. A lot of planes don't do that. And, you know, there was a flight a few hours later also coming back to Buffalo, but it's fine. So they waited. Like, okay, like it was like 20 minutes, like whatever, 20, 25 minutes, like whatever, like they get on the plane that because they did that like that's that snowball effect because they did that it took us over an hour to take off because it's like we lost our spot in line right to get on the runway so like that delayed us like okay fine like I'm sitting next to this guy that's like panting out of breath because his he didn't know the plane was gonna wait so he was hauling ass from his plane to this plane Mm -hmm. he did not know how to stay in his personal space and he did not see that line of like this is your seat this is my seat so he was like encroaching in my space the entire time I'm sitting here but I can deal with that like I I don't like to sit next to strangers I don't like people in my space but it's like you know when it's a short flight like I'll just suck it up the flight attendant was being the biggest 
bitch of anybody I've ever met. Now, I just a month ago was on a plane where we were delayed for 10 minutes and this woman got up and was screaming and demanding across the plane that this flight attendant serve her a beverage and walk it to her because she refused to get out of her seat and get it. And she was like disgusted that we were like 10 minutes behind schedule at that point. Right. Like, why aren't we moving? I have medication. You need to bring me a drink. I'm not getting up. And she was like, scream. Like, we had none of that. Not one person on this plane the other day had said a word about us being delayed. Like, we were just sitting there. We were just waiting. Like, whatever. Yet, the flight attendant kept walking up and down the aisles, yelling at everybody. She kept getting on. Now, at this point, this was 45 minutes delay at this point that not one worker on that flight attendant pilot nobody at this point had gotten on the system to say why we hadn't taken off yet Hmm. but then she gets on to make an announcement to yell at us for not sitting properly like your feet how do you sit uh, your feet can't be in the aisle and your tray table needs to stay up and your cell phone needs to be in airplane mode and like you can't recline your seat and you can't get up and you can't do anything like she and so then at one point like she was walking back and forth and I realized at some point because I heard her say it but like I was like the third from last row but the last row apparently because I heard her say something about an unaccompanied minor so there was a child on the plane so she kept getting up to mm. check on him which is understandable but like as she's yeah. walking forward the guy in front of me must have just asked her a question about if she knew how long it was going to be like and he was like he was so calm about it that I couldn't hear exactly what his question was so it wasn't right. like he was getting irritated I mean I assume he was just asking like if she knew And she snapped at him and she was like, we are in taxi. She's like, we're taxiing. Like, I don't understand why this is so hard for people to understand that we are in taxi and that's what we're doing right now. And I'm like, probably because people that don't work for the airline industry don't exactly understand what taxiing means. Like, I don't fucking know what that means until you sat here and yelled it at me. Now I get it. Taxiing means that you're waiting for the runway. Like... Like, yeah, I didn't, you I didn't know what that meant. I don't like, I mean, I don't think I fully understand the concept of it. Like, it's like you get it, but you don't understand like the whole detail like, of it. Like, the to, way like, go on the runway. Like, I don't understand it the way a flight attendant is trained to understand it because, like, there's things they need to do in taxi. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I'm surprised she was even walking around because normally they can't. Well, exactly. And that's the thing. Like, you are walking up and down the aisle of this plane. Normally, they every can't. Five if the plane's seconds. moving, they're not. Yeah, like every five ground. seconds. But yeah, you're yelling at all of us because like a foot landed in the aisle when we were going anywhere. It's like our phones need to stay in airplane mode. I'm like, fuck that. I told Mike, I said, I'm not turning on airplane mode until like literally the wheels had just lifted off the air and I text him. We finally took off and then I put my phone back in airplane mode and kept it there because I said at this point, like, I don't know if their system is updating that he's going to actually be able to see online. That, like, we took off and, like, track us accurately. So I wanted him to know the plane took off because this was a tiny-ass plane with no Wi-Fi. So I couldn't text, like, in flight. So it's just, like, the rudeness of people. Like, 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 don't make assumptions out because either we understand, but, like, we have equal frustrations or we just maybe don't know because we don't work in your industry. So basically, don't be an asshole. 
But you can always get a cat tattoo. That glows in the dark. Get a tat So I have to just end by saying that there's a fly buzzing around my house. And you only have that one oh my God, fly in your house. Flies this year have been massive. Ridiculous. But not just ridiculous, but Dude. this fly is like driving Vino nuts right now. Like he's trying to sleep and this fly must be like buzzing around him because he keeps like jumping up and trying to like snap it like the air and then like tries to go back to sleep and then he's like damn it, fly like he's going like he's so annoying oh. um, what the hell dude anyways so um I would love meal plan ideas from people that know how to do this properly because I suck and like easy not difficult yeah you super easy you chicks and dudes with your little videos like no yeah like I that's get, no. i applaud you but that's not us no but you know what i've seen i have to find a link and send it to you but you know what i saw yesterday that all of a sudden like it started showing up across all my platforms with like the stitches of like people making fun of her too and the first one I saw was, like, a stitch of it. But, like, have you seen the TikTok video of the girl that was, like, my soon to I asked my soon-to-be husband to pick up celery for my charcuterie board. And then she, like, holds up a, like, thing of celery and was, like, shaking her head no. So, like, all these people are stitching. They're, like, I don't get it. Like, that's celery. Like, you asked for celery. Like, I, like what? Like, what's the problem? Like, he did. And, like, the comments in the video is, like, hilarious. Because people are, like, what am I missing? Like, first of all, they're, like, why are you putting celery on a charcuterie board? Second of all, yeah, like, he did. That. He did what you asked him to. Like, I don't understand. So then at one point in one of the comments, I, I don't know if, like, she chimed in at some point on her original and said it or not. But, like, at one point, one comment, like, one person that commented said, like, she thinks that's a bok choy. And I'm, like, oh, my God. Oh, God. Like, it's just, like, hilarious. I don't know. Like, don't plan your meals with that chick because she apparently doesn't know what celery is or doesn't appreciate that people, like, got her what she asked for. Um, um, I did not see that, but I did recently see this guy who, like, stitches um, bartenders. And, like, the bartenders are making whatever drink, and he, like, calls them out, like, no, that, that doesn't go with that. No, no. The re- no, the recipe doesn't say that. No. Paul's like, restock a clock with that lady. I love her. Oh, I love her. I love her. She's the best. Tiffany. So, oh, yeah, Tiffany. So, what did I, sh- oh, I made this, Um, I'm going to end with this because it's super late. But so I made this French yeah. toast thing that I saw, Um, an Instagram reel from this, like, chef that I follow. And I showed it to Vinny a few weeks ago. It was, like, this stuffed, it was almost like a three-layer French toast. Um, really good. And now we do it without the third slice of bread because you really don't need it. But it was, you take, you would love this. You take three slices of bread. Like, the first slice, you put Nutella on it. But I don't love French toast. But you love Nutella. I do love Nutella. I do. Vinny actually has been loving French toast lately. It's kind of funny. But so anyways, you put, like, Nutella on one slice. Then you put peanut butter on another slice and then you put like so then you put the like the peanut butter whichever order you want like you stack those together but like open face so the top should have like one of those breads on it and then you put the plain piece of bread on top of it so it's like a three-layer sandwich and then you dip it in the egg mixture and like cook it so oh wow 
yeah so it's like super thick yeah so like actually the day i made it um i made it like and Vinny's the only one that got the three thick like everyone else just got a sandwich where it was like nutella peanut butter you make a sandwich and it's like a double french toast so yeah it's really good um but so anyways like i had gotten all this stuff on a saturday night to make it sunday like his big thing is he loves to have brunch when i get back from teaching my yoga class so like the funny thing is so like the girl that the instructor that teaches a zumba class after me like i always like we have a few minutes to like kind of catch up like how are you doing whatever you know i've been teaching classes like either before or after her for you know like on and off for three years she's like the sweetest girl ever so anyways i'm like oh my gosh was like christian like i was like i'm making this thing for um like videos i'm telling her i like saw this video and ended up like of course like your kids like i want you to make this so i opened the video to show her and it starts playing so it's like the video showing her like spreading and so she's like as i'm playing it crystal's like oh i see what she did there so she like so she spread it and oh ooh, and so she put it i'm like I like stop and I look at her. I go, you sound like a restock video, TikTok video right now talking to me. <laughs> and she's like, oh, she's like, I do it. Like, like watching like in real time. I'm like, I wish I was recording. She's like, oh, oh, I see. Oh, and then she puts the other one on top of it. I'm like, you, you sound like restock o'clock <laughs> right now. I'm like, oh my, I was dying. I'm like, and with that, I have to go. <laughs> Oh, I love the restock. Oh, so good. Anyways, um, share us ideas, um, but do it in better grammar than I just said that sentence. And I'm not even fixing it. Um, it's fine. It's late. We're both really tired. <laughs> so, um, at Filterless Females, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, at Filterless FNF on Twitter which may become more active when football season starts very, very Woo! soon. Um, if you're on TikTok in the next few days, like you can watch it, but don't pay too much attention to the most recent video I have of Vino on there because a certain someone in my house was supposed to help me make the TikTok video last night because he recorded all the videos, but then he was throwing a fit. And so I made it without him. And so then this morning, he, I thought he'd be excited to watch it. And I apparently did it all wrong. And he needs to make a new one, and I'm supposed to delete it because he's disgusted at the fact that people watched this video that I made. How it's dare like, you? It's appalling. Oh my god! How dare There's, you? The captions are hilarious. There's this alto voice, and it's like singing. Oh my god! I think it's hilarious. I'm gonna keep. Them I'll both have to watch tell it. Him. I'm gonna keep them both and not tell him because I think it's like the funniest thing ever, and he was disgusted because he's eight and knows everything better than me. Yes, he does. So that's um, it. Oh, you can email us. Oh yeah, you can email Lisa. Check the email. I, I, I have no idea. I, <laughs> that that account is so far removed from my radar. I'm like, I don't even have it like listed. So yeah. Um, and as always, friends, be brave, be fierce, but most of all, be filterless. Bye.